This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. You know that feeling you have when you're around dogs? That dog vernugan. That's a made-up word from our guest today. It means the feel-good feeling, like you're exactly where you want to be. It's that feeling that inspired John and Gila Kurtz of the brand Dog is Good to create this now very successful lifestyle brand. They do so much, and we're going to unpack some of that today in our interview with Gila. I'm Jody Miller-Young. And you're listening to Bark and Swagger on Pet Life Radio. We're going to take a short break from our sponsor. So grab that favorite beverage, get comfortable, and we'll be right back. Here is an alarming statistic. More than two-thirds of dogs and cats have oral health disease by the age of three. And one of the indicators is bad breath. Do your pets have a healthy mouth? Do you cringe when it's time for a kiss or a snuggle? Let's get to the cause. Harmful bacteria in their mouth. And bad breath is just the start. The bad bacteria cause tartar and oral disease, which can lead to serious overall health problems. It's critical to make sure your pet's oral health is the best it can be, as good dental health is key to optimizing their overall health. Now, good news. It's easy and affordable to improve their oral health with ProBiora Pet. Just one scoop of this dental care probiotic mixed into their food daily floods the mouth with positive bacteria, which crowds out the bad. This means better oral health and fresher breath. ProBiora Pet is an all-natural dental care probiotic. It's odor and taste-free, so your pets will still enjoy their chow. We want to keep your pets healthy. During National Pet Oral Health Month, our listeners can save 10%. Go to ProBiorapet.com and use PLR10 at checkout. That's ProBiorapet.com. Use PLR10 at checkout to save 10%. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back. If you've just joined, you're listening to Bark and Swagger on Pet Life Radio. I'm Jody Miller Young. Today, we're talking with Gila Kurtz of the dog lifestyle brand Dog is Good. Gila is a serial entrepreneur, like me, who has been recognized as one of the top 25 women of influence in the pet industry by Pet Age Magazine and Woman of the Year Award for Women in the Pet Industry Network. Dog is Good does so much fashion, home goods, pop art, pride, giving back. We're going to get into all of it. So let's not waste any more time and welcome her. Hey, Gila. Hi, Jody. It's great to have you on the show. Before we get into the specific areas you cover in the brand, there's a story about how you and John decided to create Dog is Good that I thought was wonderful. Tell us about it. Okay. I'm sitting here chuckling because I thought you were going to say, before we get started, there's a great story about how you guys met. I thought that's what you were going to oh, ask. Oh, that's coming. That's coming. We ha- That's okay. another, yes, because that awesome. is a great story. Good research. Okay. Yeah. You know, dog is good. I mean, my background is as a professional dog trainer. I've been doing that for now over 20 years. I can hardly believe that. But many years ago, a little over a decade ago, I was at a continuing education conference And at that event, there was an exhibit hall where there was a 
uh, individuals selling t-shirts. And as I stood in front of the booth, looking at what was available, I thought to myself, huh, because what I saw was all basically white t-shirts with dog breeds on them and the words, I love my, and then you basically selected what breed. And I remembered at the time, just how my life was being impacted by these amazing animals through the work that I was doing as a, as a trainer, not just for me personally, but for the families I was working with. And I remember thinking, gosh, I, I do love my dog. I know my clients love their dogs, but there's it's actually something deeper than that. And at the moment, I couldn't quite articulate what that was. I just knew it was more than I love my dog. And home and I said to John, you know, I have this thought, I wish there was something that really expressed the way that I felt about dogs and, and how dogs were impacting my life, but also on something that's really cute and fun and fashionable that I would actually wear. And literally in that moment of conversation, he's like, well, you know what, there's nothing out there. Why don't you just create it? And so together um, we decided to do that. And he came up with the, the name dog is good. And from there, we just uh, started on our journey. And he came up with the name because he's got a really great sense of humor right? Mm -hmm. yes. <laughs> so it was a play. Tell us about that. It's, it was a play on another very popular phrase. Yeah. It's a play on God is good. And, and we figured out dog is God spelled backwards. And while we didn't intend for it to be a religious base, which it is not mm -hmm. what we knew was that in essence, you know, I think all dog lovers would agree that probably one of the most perfect creatures that God did create was dog. And the halo, the canted halo is a kind of a little reverence to the fact that dogs are good. Yes. And yet they can also be a little naughty and create a little mischief. <laughs> Don't we all know that at times too, but, yeah. but at the end of the day, it's all good. Exactly. And you know, you're on bark and swagger living stylishly with your dog and they are stylish products and they're adorable and they're wonderful. And it includes so much. Some of my favorite collections are pop art, it's all fun and games, pride, dog mom, and of course, rescue. Talk to us about how these collections came about and who comes up with these super great one-liners on the goods and give some examples, please. Okay. They are funny and, and wonderful. Well, they are funny. I mean, we do get to sit around and uh, do a little, <laughs> <laughs> it can be a lot of fun there. The, uh, you know, the essence of it really boils down to who, who is the dog lover, right? Mm. Who is that the other end of the leash and what are they about and why is dogs so important to them? We know truly to our core that dogs do change the way you see the world. And I believe that every one of our fans and all dog lovers out there would agree with me on that. Every dog that comes into our life brings to us lessons and adventures and moments of just pure bliss and, and really quite honestly, true happiness. And especially now more so than ever. And I can share a little about my thoughts on that. But so we that like, who is this dog lover and how are they living their lives with, with these amazing creatures? And so when we come up with stuff, it's really to highlight the lifestyle that one is leading with, with their dogs. So, you know, in never walk alone at the end of the day, right? We all walk our dogs, or at least we should be walking them. We walk our dogs, but there are many moments in our lives where we might feel alone, let's say. So it, it never walk alone. It's not where you walk. It's who walks with you. It's mm. this dog connected to you in, in a very poignant way, not just through the leash, but in a more powerful way. And so the message always has a deeper meaning. 
or it's all fun and games until someone ends up in a cone. I mean, <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> that was very first. And I forget where John is the one that actually came up with that one, but it was, I think it was, be, you know, reminds us of our parents who used to, be, used to always say things like when you're playing around or you're goofing off and, you know, soon there'll be tears. Oh, sure. It's all fun and games until we end up in the hospital, you know, things like that. And so that's kind of where some of that stuff came from. But we now like for families dealing with their dogs in a cone, it's just a, you know, sad experience for these dogs to have to go through. And, and so every, yeah. everybody, can everyone can relate early on the, your dog doesn't know sit design, which was an early design that was very popular came out of me training one evening and coming home and saying, sharing with John that, you know, I'm talking to my client and the, and the client keeps saying to their dog, sit, 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 sit. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, your dog doesn't know sit. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And as I said it, I'm like, Oh, that's actually, that could be a clever thought for, for a t-shirt. And, and it just kind of goes on and on. The pop art line is super fun too. And I love it came up with all sorts of clever messages for that and then hired an artist who was very talented in that type of art style. Yeah. And so that's how we do it. We we measure everything that we create based on the core mission of the brand, which is to deliver dog fignugan, what you shared earlier. <laughs> yes. That we de- define it. It's the unique joy you get in, in the presence of dog and it's the way that you live your life. And then as we have evolved over the years, we've also added to our mission of change, to change lives one dog at a time. And so the messages have that secondary meaning for, for living, for who we are as human beings and how we can become better humans purely because of the dogs that are in our, our lives. Absolutely. And you'll be able to see photos of some of the pieces in these collections on the Bark and Swagger page of the Pet Life Radio site. Now, listeners should know too that your products span everything from teas and tanks and lots of other apparel and accessories, totes, home goods like pillows, wine glasses, corks, mugs, magnets. What are your, some of your more or most popular items that people gravitate towards? Yeah, I think the most popular is the core apparel line. I mean, people love to wear how they feel about their dogs <laughs> with the rest of the world. And that really is has always been the essence of the brand, that the brand becomes an extension of who they are as an individual and as a dog lover. If you think about it, sports fans wear their favorite team member on a jersey. They have the license plate things, you know, just to share like a Lakers fan or I'm a, you know, Knicks fan or whatever the case may be, if it's basketball or, or football, you know, I'm a Patriots fan or Buccaneers. And it's the same thing with dogs. Like it gives in this world of social conversation, it gives people a way to truly express who they are and and how they live their lives as a dog lover each and every day. Perfect. 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 Now, in addition to being an, a business entrepreneur, you're an author, you're an accomplished storyteller, speaker, coach. Tell us about your best-selling book. Thanks, Jody. Actually, sure. right before jumping on this call, we had a store order, 54 copies of it. I was like, oh my gosh, it's wow. All them and, and talk to them. And it's very humbling though, but, but I'm extremely proud of it because at the end of the day, that book Fur-Covered Wisdom, A Dog Can Change the Way You See the World, was a journey of self-discovery through the eyes of dog. Um, You know, I know I'm not unique in this. Externally, people look at individuals 
and they make assumptions based on what they see via social media or their perception of what's going on in their life. And outwardly, you know, everything can look perfect and certainly absolutely the case. I have a thriving business. And at the time prior to when the book was written, there was so much happening and so much growth occurring and so much success by external definitions of success taking place that uh, I was not prepared for. And so when I often ask individuals, what does success look like to you? I ask them to have some real clarity around their answer because I did not. And so my life, as despite the outward appearance of success, really was unraveling on the inside. And there was a point at which it absolutely imploded. It was a very private implosion, but it was a very serious implosion uh, that threw me into severe clinical depression. And that was, you know, very, it was very serious. Now, fortunately, I was able to obviously pull myself out of that, um, got support through therapy and also through medications that helped with that initially. But really the real essence of it and breakthrough came through my commitment to live life inspired by my dog, uh, looking at her and the joy that she experienced each and every moment. There, there was this pivotal morning sitting on my bed and looking at her and watching how she took on the day and, and kind of praying to God and saying, gosh, you know, if I could just wake up like her every day, uh, just give me one day at a time and I'll, I'll string them together and I'll, I'll make, I will pull myself out of this. And that's really what happened. And so over the course of that about eight to 12 month period, um, I did go through a very focused personal transformation. Um, I'm a very disciplined individual. So even though I was in the depths of despair, I at least had that, that could that provided me with the fuel necessary to take one step at a time every single day. And the book is the culmination of that. And in it are the lessons, the lessons learned, and then the practical application of those things. And I, I really think that right now, especially right now in a time where we're kind of still a little bit isolated to a degree, even though lockdowns are kind of random around the country, it's been a different year for everybody, different, gosh, almost two years at this point, it's 18 months, whatever it's been at the time of this recording. And, you know, we're so technologically connected, but we're so disconnected at the same time. And our dogs are the only things that really have this pure, authentic connection with us. Even people that were, you know, living in the same household with us, you could be in a conversation. And I guarantee you that unless you are both committed or the whole family is committed to putting their phones down, they're halfway in and we're all the way there. And that's why people are so drawn to them and, and lean on them for, for those things at this stage in time. And so the book for Covered Wisdom, I think is a great opportunity for people to kind of sit back and do a little self-assessment and decide what's important and commit to at least one thing that they really want, something that they want to experience, whether it's personally or professionally, but something that you know really creates joy for them. At the end of the day, that's really all that matters because if you feel good, then you behave differently. And if you're behaving differently, you're impacting the people around you differently. And there becomes this incredible ripple effect that takes place. So anyway, that's really um, the joy of that book. I, I love it. And I'm, I'm grateful that people are still drawn to it. Super inspiring and super powerful. Gila, that was amazing. Tell us a little bit about your dog who acted as your bridge during that time. Yes, Bolo, who is crushed yeah. up right now my yellow lab bolo is also the name of the logo dog for dog is good 
It stands for be on the lookout. And for <laughs> it's good. That's what it is for dog is good. But for our household, it's be on the lookout. Food <laughs> <laughs> around. Our dog is sure to get it. Um, she's a true lab. So Bolo was came to us through Leader Dogs for the Blind. She was a corporate giving project, if you will. Um, we wanted to raise a puppy for Leader Dogs for the Blind, create a campaign around their cause and design products that would support their, their mission uh, through fundraising, as well as creating awareness for them. And I raised Bola for that first year, uh, was fantastic. And when I returned her, obviously that was a very hard goodbye, but the director of philanthropic giving was really quite amazing and uh, bridged to me uh, without even discussing how sad it was to let her go, just shared with me the stories of the individual's whose lives were so profoundly changed by having a guide dog in their life or a leader dog in the case of leader dogs. And so I felt great about that. And about seven weeks into her second phase of training, they called me to tell me that she was going to be career change, which basically meant she just really wasn't well suited for the remainder of the program. And quite honestly, it, what it was is she just didn't want to work. Um, she would hire kennel and, you know, only about 50% of those kinds of dogs actually make it all the way through the program for various reasons. But nonetheless, uh, being the former, or I should say, I'm still a recovering perfectionist, but perfectionist and wanting to do good and, and do right by both leader dogs and the potential person that would receive her. That's what kind of was the final catalyst that threw me into that depression. I felt like I had failed, that I just I just had such a warped view of myself and my life at that point in time, which was compounded by all the things uh, that I was doing. It was very difficult. So when Bolo came back to us, which of course we wanted to take her back. Yeah, I just kind of leaned on her. She is such, she's my heart dog. You know, all dog lovers sort of have that one dog that, gets into their heart in a very different way than the other dogs. Not that you love anyone more than the other. They're just different. And um, <laughs> she, she lights my light up every single day, every single day. And quite honestly, every day she teaches me something. Even when I'm not realizing it, I'll just sometimes be sitting there in the morning and some things will pop up in my mind. I'm like, oh, yeah, and just something about her and, I, and how it parallels with something I'm going through. And it's like, wow. That is just so amazing that this came up right in this moment based on something that I'm going through. And so I just love her. I love her to death. She's the best. The universe works in really, really amazing ways. And yeah, if we are open and we notice, they teach us so much, so much. And you know what? You were meant to have Bolo. So there oh, you go. Totally. Right? I always, I always say, like, I think if they, towards the I share that. I'm like, you know, she was brought into this world to help someone visually impaired. And she ended up with somebody who was so, so impaired in a, in a sense, in terms of the way that I viewed myself in the world at that time. Amazing. So super amazing, helpful. amazing. The way you describe that amazing. So your partner in crime is your husband, John Kurtz, yeah. um, a career Navy veteran. And that great story about how you guys met that you, you know, talked about earlier, it is a great story. Please share it with my listeners. Yeah, I, I do love this. <laughs> I don't think there's too many people who meet this way, but uh, John at a fundraising event for the March of Dimes, which sounds amazing, but it was a bid for bachelor auction. 
And I remember walking into that. I didn't even want to go. I had just ended my college sweetheart relationship. And I only went to this event because my roommate's boyfriend at the time was actually one of the bachelors. So I was like, all right, I'll go. Anyway, we get in there and all the bachelors are wearing boutonnieres. That's how you identify them. And I remember seeing John from across the room thinking, wow, now he's cute. I wouldn't mind meeting him. And then they give you a booklet that every bachelor answered the same questions and their answers were in this booklet. And I was reading through them and, you know, most of the answers were just pretty lame. (laughs) (laughs) Good. And, but there was this one, number 16. And I was like, Ooh, I like this guy's answers. I wonder which one he is. Well, anyway, Number four comes out on stage. It's the fourth guy and it's John. And I was like, oh, that's the one guy that I thought was really cute. I want, I'm, and so I look him up in the book and I'm reading the answers and I was like, oh man, what a shame. It was not resonating. <laughs> with- <laughs> and then they announced, oh, we have a correction. This is actually number 16. In oh your my book. God. <laughs> and that was the page that I flagged. And I was like, holy cow. It's meant to be. So I decide I'm going to bid and I bid early on. So the bids were low and this was my strategy. I'm going to bid and then somebody's going to overbid me. And then I'm going to go up to him and talk to him and just say, oh, I want to introduce myself because I actually bid on you, but didn't quite make the cut in terms of the bids. And that was going to be my strategy. But what ended up happening was nobody overbid me. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, oh my goodness, I actually have to buy this guy. I don't even have cash with me. I had to put him on my credit card. And so our local paper in Annapolis area, um, they ended up featuring us on the front cover of the style section, even though there was quote unquote, the local celebs. And I always joke, you know, or John likes to joke, I should say, he likes to end the story with she bought me, but I've been paying for it ever since. So that's that sense of humor. That there is amazing. That's another universe intervene type of thing. He was oh, number really 16. Yeah. Wow. We've been married 32 years now. So, oh, that is so sweet. Yeah. I love it. I love that story. You are all about empowering people, especially women. And there are listeners who may be interested in starting their own pet businesses. I know that I've spoken with, you know, listeners in the past who have been doing that and it's always challenging, but yours is a great model and you have a special sort of pop-up program for people who want a fresh start and support to become entrepreneurs in their own businesses. Tell us about that. Yeah, this is, this is my heart project. I cannot even begin to tell you of all the things that we do at Dog is Good, and we have many different verticals. This is the one that is uh, brings the most joy to me. And it is because I am watching people, mostly women, I will say, although we, we love ourselves, some great men in our community, but it is mostly women. And to watch them transform as human beings, to see them with newfound confidence, with uh, having fun, making money, contributing to the causes they believe in. It's, it is very exciting for me. And it, it's what absolutely drives me and gets me out of bed. But the pop-up program, it is very unique. And it is an opportunity for any dog lover to begin a business on the side. Most people start on, as a side hustle. Some people have goals where they decide, look, I want to leave my career and and replace my income and just operate this. 
and others didn't have a business beforehand and built this up to where it's this full-time gig that they do. And everybody has their own goal. They don't have you know, specifications, but it, it is a mobile business. It's not just uh, going to events. There's totally other operations where they're basically bringing a dog is good mobile store and building their own business. And the best part about it really is the community. I have to say, yes, you can make money and I'm going to tell you, you can. And yes, uh, you can have fun because it's a total blast to be doing anything where you're just around other people who love dogs. And yeah, you can be incredibly philanthropic if you choose. And at the end of the day, what do we all want as people? We want to feel as though we matter. And so the community that we have intentionally put together is really built on those values, the values that have been discussed in the, one of my favorite books called The Go-Giver. And everybody in the community is a go-giver. And so I think right now people just want a sense of belonging and a sense that they, that they matter. And we work really hard to bring out the best in each person and help them have better clarity for what they want in life and, and in the business and how this fits in to meet those same goals and provide the support. Literally, we are, they get ridiculous amount of support and we love every minute of it. And, um, and so it's been a, just so much fun. So I, for anybody even considering or thinking about wanting to learn about it, all you have to do is just hop on a 15 minute call with me and I can explain it, but we can provide you with the link to Jody to. Yeah. And when we come back, we're going to, we're going to take a short break, but when we come back, I definitely want you to tell anyone interested how they can go about doing that and become a brand ambassador for dog is good. So we're going to pause here for a quick moment for a short break from our sponsors but don't go away, important information to come. So refresh that beverage, get cozy, we'll be right back. Sit, stay, we'll be right back, right after we kibble a little with our sponsors. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back. If you've just joined, you're listening to Bark and Swagger on Pet Life Radio. I'm Jody Miller Young, and we're here today with Gila Kurtz of Dog Is Good. We were talking about how Dog Is Good offers an amazing pop up program for aspiring entrepreneurs to create something of their own. And I want to talk a little bit more about that and how people interested might be able to start on that process with you to doing that. Yeah. You know, one other thing I wanted to add, I just uh, was thinking about this. 
something that a lot of pet sitters and dog trainers and dog walkers don't often consider is how can I create more powerful marketing strategies to sell my services? And the pop-up program really actually is a tremendous opportunity to do that because they can be at events, they can be out and about in their communities. And while they are generating revenue through the sales of hard good products, they can also be promoting their services as well and becoming you know, known for all the different things that they do. So I just wanted to share that, that it's not, it's not only for people first considering a career in the pet world, but also uh, somebody who may be in it as a marketing tool to grow their other service-based business. So just wanted to share that. And then the way to find out about it is on the Dog Is Good website, on the bottom of the page, so under the fold, there is a, a link that you can uh, go to to request more information. But I will say that we have plenty of room. Currently in the country, we have a little over 50 pop-ups. That's in all around the country. So you can imagine the tremendous room for opportunity there. And we can only take probably about another 50 over the next year, because we do provide so much training, support, guidance, and um, we're very dedicated to what we're doing with with each person. So for anybody that's interested, I would click the link to at least learn more. And uh, there is a spot because uh, everybody has different levels of entry and goals and things. So we, we just meet everybody where they're at. Perfect. Perfect. Now, Dog is Good has developed a reputation of being very generous and giving back as well. You've got Dog is Good for Good. Tell us about the programs you support under that banner. Dog is Good for Good just got certified as a nonprofit in April of 2021. And I have to tell you, yeah, it's it's brand new. It's a little baby, but it's this has been such a heart project. And what really moves me more than anything is that we did not actually do all the work to make that happen. One of our existing pop-up operators is so vested in the mission and the message of what our brand is about and what we stand for. And she really took it upon herself to initiate the process of getting this nonprofit going. And so I am like forever indebted and grateful that somebody believed in our mission as much as we do to want to see this come to fruition. Because we've always had a corporate giving program, but never our own nonprofit foundation. So the Dog is Good for Good Foundation, our mission is to serve hyper-local organizations in which their programs highlight people helping dogs help people. So as an example, it might mean that individuals are helping animal welfare organizations whose dogs then go on to provide some sort of service or support for, let's say, veterans in need, children in crisis, therapy dogs for the elderly, support for physically uh, disabled. So, but these hyper-local ones that just have more difficulty raising funds, we want to be able to provide support for them. So we'll be providing grants. The secondary aspect of it is a program that is going to get piloted in 2022. And this is called the Bolo Project, again, named after Bolo, be on the lookout. And the lookout is for future inspired leaders and go-givers. And so it is a 16-week project program for 10th through 12th graders, during which they'll have access to curriculum that focuses on growth mindset, financial education, 
leadership development, and then this project. And the project will be where they identify a local animal welfare organization in their community. They assess that organization's needs. They develop a project that they will implement over the 16 weeks to address whatever their specific need is. It might be fundraising. It might be uh, collecting goods. It might be building something for the shelter. It might be updating their social media. I mean, it just depends on what that organization's needs are, and they will have to work as a team. And our intention is that they'll develop not only leadership skills, but good communication skills. They'll get credit for their volunteer work um, in their community, et cetera, service hours, community service hours, and that it'll be a full-blown program. And then funds from Dog is Good for Good will go to provide scholarships to youth in crisis. So youth maybe from single family homes or who are overcoming addiction or who have some other challenges that maybe they just need a little extra nudge, you know, to help them um, into the, the world of growth and, and to see what's possible for them because everything is possible for, for anybody. Beautiful. Beautiful. Wow. Really a 360 view and a very conscious company. I love it. Last thing I wanted to touch on, unless there's anything else you'd like to add, Gila, is you created a very cool Facebook Live weekly event called The Dog is Good Lifestyle Show back in 2017. And if listeners were to go to your show page, which they can access on your website, what kind of people would they find there that you've interviewed? Well, one of the first people they're going to find is, of course, you, Jody. Which- well, that, yes, that's true. That was very recent and that was a <laughs> that, lot of fun. Thank that you. That was, that was. <laughs> you know, we have an eclectic offering, but lots of opportunity for education. I saw Dr. Marty Goldstein yeah. on there. A lot of it. Ed- so it, it goes around the whole lifestyle aspect, right? So um, every, a lot of education as it relates to improving the health and well-being of your pet. So number one there. Secondarily might be um, things that, you know, whether it's training information or it could be activity adventure oriented or just fun stories like real people doing real things, living real lives with their mm-hmm. dogs. Those would be the kinds of things that we do. We are always looking for new guests. And so if people know individuals that they want to highlight or share, we currently are striving towards a twice a month offering of that show. I really like doing it. I love getting the opportunity to meet the people. I'm so curious about people and what drives them and how they discover what they discover and and what they're doing to give back to the world. Um, it just I love being able to share them with the platform. I had a great time um, being it. You're a good interviewer too, Gila. Oh, uh, so yeah, it was a lot of fun telling people about homeopathy and, and my course and whatnot. Um, is there anything more that you'd like to talk about during our time together that I've left yeah, out? I think the only thing that I would add is, I mean, we've covered it all, which is great. And I absolutely want to encourage everybody to go to the Dog Is Good website. We are happy to offer you guys a coupon. We're going to call it Bark 20. And Yay. that'll be available at the time of airing. So Bark 20 at checkout will get you a 20% discount off of your order. And then the only other thing I would say is this, um, you know, one of my missions is to positively impact the lives of a million people and help them fetch a life worth barking about. That's something that's really important to me. And so if you have organizations uh, that you bring speakers into, I would love the opportunity to do a talk, whether it's on leadership, self-leadership, 
or, you know, how does one learn to live a life inspired by dog and really take that more seriously to create the life that they love? Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Gila, for being here today. Thank you for being generous and offering Bark and Swagger listeners a discount code. We're very lucky. It's been wonderful to share this time with you. You have an amazing business and you are an amazing lady. So thanks. Thank you so much, Jody. You're amazing. I appreciate you. And oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Thanks to our producer, Mark Winter. Mark, you make us sound so good. We love you for that. My passion is living stylishly, animal rescue, and health. So tune in next time to discover the designers, home decor, rescue stories, and health experts that I love and I think are important to share. So until next time, when fierce fashion calls, bark and swagger. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.